hey you, yee you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 we are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys, it's your boy Uche, I got my boy, QDZ. For Sheezy, it's way too easy. Free YSL easy. Freedom dudes. They didn't do anything. Are you certain that they didn't I, do anything? Sir? I hope they didn't do anything. Are you certain? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, very unfortunate. That That's crazy. But I don't even want to open this show off with negativity. Listen, this is... Episode 124. 124. I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling free. Uh, I'm feeling a lot of things, you know. It, You're feeling I, I, I back, I want, backed up. Your bowels feeling backed up. Uh, not anymore, man. You know, I'm good to go, man. That's with water. You got to drink water, baby. Let's go. Feeling a little bit of heartburn. Look look at this, man. Look, I got me a new I got yeah. me a new little water filter thingy, man. I'm, I'm good to go, man. Yeah. Water is life. You sound like yeah. DJ Khaled. Water is life. <laughs> I grew up drinking water. I love, it's I love my best. plants. I love my flowers. The holy flowers. Dude, I love you. I love you, flower. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. We appreciate y'all for joining us, man. You know, really, really... Uh, from the bottom of my heart, man, I can't thank y'all enough, man, for pulling up. We got we got a lot of people who really rock with us and um, send us DMs and stuff like that on the regular. Who can't wait to hear our thoughts on you know the topics and you know I I don't take that for granted, man. I really appreciate that, man. So salute to y'all for pulling up and continuously listening to us on the platform of your choice. Q, man, hey, thank the people, man. Don't just let me do it. Thank you. What the hell? Like y'all should be What's thanking you, me. Man? Thanking me for this hot ass content? Are you kidding me? That's a this whole other story. You can get this for free on YouTube. Like y'all should be thanking us. <laughs> Thank you. You sound, like you sound like Soldier Boy right now, man. <laughs> thank, thank me. I'm just about to Soldier Boy. Listen, bro. Hey, once again, um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want the intro to be too long winded. Because uh, we have a really, really powerful, long-anticipated album that came out. We, 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 we were gifted. All of us actually were gifted with the Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers album, which we are going to do a deep dive on in a few. But before we do, uh, just want to give you guys a couple reminders. You know, Make sure you uh, stream no, Zero Skips on Spotify. It's an indie playlist. I think uh, you know, it's, it's doing pretty well. You know, If you guys are into... Music from all genres and just from artists that you maybe never heard of before. You might want to give this playlist a, a listen, man. Um, it'll be linked in the description below. So make sure you check that out at your local Walgreens, a.k.a. Spotify. Yes, Q, sir. give them some reminders, man, because I got I got a really, really good thing I want to read. It's a, it's a review that we got recently, but I'll do it after you give your church announcements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check out ratingsgamemusic.com. The hottest song and album review site on the planet. I promise you. Matter of fact, Joe Biden just said it. 
on one of his uh, announcements. Um, he he sanctioned me, but he, he said he said we're the best. Uh, we got you know album reviews by Kendrick Lamar is out there right now. We got a song review by Vori. Vori dropped something hot with Nav and 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 Young Blue. It was Kendrick mm. Day, so not a lot dropped this week, but yep. you know, you know, at the end of the day, we digested that. Submit your music to us. Like, you know, we have a whole bunch of talented writers that take a look at your music and, uh, you know, dissect it, have some fun with it, speak about it in a very professional manner. Submit your music to us and, uh, you know, check the site out. Once again, best song and album reviews on the planet. Guaranteed. He said it. I'm going to echo it. I'm going to echo it. RGM. Uh, ratingsgamemusic.com y'all go check that out man read all the reviews man tell tell Q how wrong he is about what he writes and or tell him how 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 right he is who the hell knows man you know either way though it's some there's a lot of good content on that site uh so check it out guys check it out for sure um anything else Q uh no <laughs> all right man look uh, I want to shout out um, Temelin. I hope that's how you pronounce your name. Um, we appreciate you for dropping us a, a rating and a review. Um, you told us we're all around good dudes, man. Hey, thank you, man. I don't know who you are, but I appreciate you, man. You said these dudes are extremely well-versed in the genre, and it shows more and more with every segment. And if it isn't enough... They're the most hysterical guys in the music podcasting. This is this is Timlin's words, not us. That's those are highly those are high praise, man. I, I can't, I don't even know what you mean by that, man. But listen, I gotta salute you, man. If you like, I said before, man. If you're a uh, if you're into music podcasting, man, check us out and also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere where you can leave a review. Spotify now, you can rate us, and we're gonna read it on the show. Just like that. And I don't care. You could trash us. Well, we hope you don't. But whatever the case is, leave us a review and a rating, and we will definitely read it out on the next episode. But again, salute to you, Temelin, for that rating and review. Five-star rating at that. Bro, you're on mute, man, for the second time. Are you a professional or not? And and by the way, your money will be coming in the mail, Timberland, in in about... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Three to five business days. Money for something completely different than what you say. <laughs> <It's just right. laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. Uh, wait, calendar days or, or metaverse days? Which one, man? Cause hey, ain't that the I same? Think, I, don't think, I don't think all the calendars are the same, bro. Like, I, don't, I don't pay attention to no damn metaverse. <laughs> Somebody asked me one time, hey, do you know about the metaverse? I was like, oh, you're talking about Facebook? I was like, yeah, I know. They merged. I guess they call them all Metaverse. Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram. They just started laughing. So, Bro, what what are you talking about right now? The Metaverse. It makes zero sense. I don't know what the hell the Metaverse is. I, I can know. tell. I can yeah, tell. that so. Your explanation was what <laughs> made zero sense. But okay, hey, it's all good. That's the point. But, I said I didn't yeah, I know. I get it. Stupid- I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now go do your Googles. <laughs> F, F that. <laughs> anyway, man, listen. Uh, no damn metaverse. Hey, look, guys. Um, 
it's time to get to the show, man. And and what better way to do this to just kick off uh, this this uh, particular episode by just spending an entire episode talking about Kendrick Lamar. You know, we don't really do this too often where we we our show gets hijacked, absolutely hijacked by a release of a project. I think the last time we did this was when Donda dropped, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think the time we did it before that was when J. Cole dropped that um that remix to uh Pipe Down. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Soup big song. He was he was talking real spicy and everything in that verse. Um but yeah, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. We were gifted with the new album from Kendrick Lamar himself. And um, you know, I guess we'll get into like first initial reactions first thoughts like what do you what is your overall you know thoughts on the project then we can get into like you know the nitty-gritty of it you know highlight the songs that you really want to tap into and 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 and, what's up there was thoughts on the project oh no that that girl that 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 girl that was on that song was not a thought that was like legit his wife or wifey like (laughs) she she might have been a uh, uh, no, thought. she was not. I, I just she might. I'm just saying she might. Based on their combos, <laughs> sounded like she she was deep deep into that relationship. But no, I'm joking. Uh, I'm just joking. Look, don't don't interrupt me like that again, man. What's up with you, man? I'm trying to intro the topic, and, and here you go talking about thotties. What's up with you, man? You said it. You said talking no, about you, thoughts. How many times I said did you thoughts, just say and thoughts. here you go talking about thoughts. You like, said nobody's... thoughts. You said it about five times. You said, "Hey, man, your right, thoughts bro. and the thoughts." <laughs> but anyway, Yo, can you tell hey, I'm grumpy? Clearly, you, jeez. You, you know what? Let's let's go to something that maybe will will ease the mood. What are your thoughts? See, I said it again on Kendrick Lamar's new album. Just Please. say, what do you think? What do nope. you think of Kendrick nope. Lamar's nope. new album? <laughs> nope. I'm saying thoughts. What are your thoughts on Kendrick Lamar's uh, new album, my boy? What's up? Talk to me. Huh. That's a that's a that's a that's a mouthful. Uh, pause. Pause. That's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> what are, uh, What are my thoughts on Kendrick Lamar's? Where Where did we start? Where, where do you want me to start, bro? St- take the answer. However, take the start? question wherever you want to go, man. I'm, I'm not okay. here to police you unless you want to, okay. man. I throw your ass in jail. So, What's up with you? So, uh, that's true. I, I, I've been racketeering lately. Wait, wait, what is racketeering anyway? When they say racketeering, <laughs> what is that? I, I actually see yo, that's how lame I am. I yo, actually don't bro. be knowing some of these words. Yo, like, bro, they said racketeering. Like, I, I don't know what that means. Yo, first time I heard that word, I thought it was a sport. Is there not a sport called racketeering? <laughs> am I tripping? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dead ass. I'm oh, dead ass. Like, like, guys are gonna spend the afternoon racketeering. Racketeering. Today. Hey, I man, get my hey, racketeering. I, uh, I gotta get my racketeering uh, apparel. Hey, listen, I had a. I dropped fifty points in the in the, in the racketeering league. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, lame ass. Yeah, so Look at us not having any knowledge of I the have criminal, no clue. criminal it could be world. Something very terrible. I actually have no clue what racketeering means. But anyway, <sighs> um, so you know, I think the thing that's so interesting about this Kendrick Lamar album is Kendrick Lamar has deserved the benefit of the doubt to where you can't just take his music at surface level. 
You got to break it down and then break it down some more and then break it down some more. So initially, when I first heard the album, I was trying to figure out where he was going with it, you know, because it started out with um, one of the songs was N95, which was like a complete club banger to me. Very dynamic. Um, And what the first thing I said to myself was, what kind of album is this going to be? Because. I thought that To Pimp a Butterfly and Damn were two completely different albums. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, will Kendrick go the damn route, which is like about making hits, still having your messaging, but making hits? Or will he go to To Pimp a Butterfly route where he's more of on a storytelling tip, more of a, you know, experimental tip musically? I thought this album was a good combination of both. You had your areas that was very similar to Damn, and you had your areas that are very similar to, to Pimple Butterfly. Believe it or not, my favorite Kendrick Lamar album is actually um, his first one. I really like Damn. Damn, Damn, and um, not his first one. We talked about this. His second one, which is actually um, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Um, but I think his sound has actually elevated so much since Good Kid, Mad City. And so I think musically, he's at a next level musically. And so yeah. comparing the two, right, Damn and To, P- to Pimp a Butterfly, I think it's a good mix of both on this album. Um, but I just thought this album was so insanely deep. The words that were coming out of his mouth were so powerful that, you know, I didn't even look at it like a rap album anymore. I looked at it like almost like a diary, an audio book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the way that he tackled political issues, it was almost like hearing the anti-media pundit. And for me, it was almost like, you know, me and you, I know uh, we watch a lot of First Take. We watch a lot of Skip and uh, Shannon, Undisputed. We watch all those kind of debate shows. We watch Joe Budden podcasts and stuff like that. This mm-hmm. felt like the musical version of a podcast to me. The musical version of a podcast where somebody is speaking their mind and just opening up about how they view the world, about where they are in their life, how they see the people around them. And then also, you know, where we are as a culture. And so I thought it was fantastic from so many different elements. Um, and I, I personally, I really enjoyed it. And I, I, I actually can't wait to sit down on it some more and dissect it. But that, that was my initial thoughts. Yeah, I mean, th- that's fair. I think overall for me, uh, it's tough, man. Because, you know, in an in a era of, of hip hop that we are right now, you know, where we get a lot of fly by night releases you know we get a lot of music that really it's empty that's kind of the word i feel like i could use like the takeaway is very empty you're left feeling like okay either i've heard that before or this is really not that special so i can do without it. i don't need to come back to this you know this is not necessarily what this release is you know this release is it lived up to that element for me where you know kendrick delivered music that I think is on the cusp of being timeless. Like, like this is one of them joints that is going to live. It's going to live with us. 
It's it, like it's impossible to hear this one time and feel like you've grasped every bit of what he was trying to deliver. It's it's virtually impossible. You know what I'm saying? And I think that for the most part, Kendrick Lamar, that's that seems to be his angle. That seems to be what it is he tries to do with every release of his, which is to deliver something that is going to be here for years to come. You can go revisit it and maybe learn an element of the music or the the inspiration behind it that maybe he was trying to put into it. So from that standpoint, I thought he delivered 100% on that, you know? Great job. Um, and then also, like, I just... You know, I feel like he was diving into topics that he's never dived into before on a, on a record. You know, you got a more personal album from Kendrick. Like, you got probably his most personal album. Um, don't even think I should even use the word probably. I think that's pretty accurate. Like, it was his most personal album. He was touching on family topics that I think a lot of people can relate to. Um, I feel like he he gave... A lot of himself for a reason. He talked about his reflection about or that he's been doing. Like he opened up the album talking about uh, this was a thousand. What was it? He said a thousand two hundred and fifty seven sixty some days in the making. I didn't do the math on that, but that sounds like five years. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like, hey, he's been sitting on this idea for a very long time, going to therapy figuring out his life struggles, trying to break those generational curses, all the things that he talked about on this album. I thought this was his most personal album. And so from that standpoint, he gets a lot of credit for being brave for 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 going in that direction. You know, and so with that being said, I want to talk about the music though, man, because do I feel like musically speaking, the album reaches a level that we've never heard Kendrick go to? Um, probably not. Like, I, I don't think musically this is his best album. Like, now, when I say musically, I don't mean... I, I, I don't mean that, like, there, aren't, there isn't great music on here. It's obvious there is. But I just mean, you know, when I look at what, what, I'm give, when I'm, what I got on this album... <sighs> I got to go back to some of his earlier releases, you know, I thought that like what he did on good kid, you know, giving us like more energetic flows, more, more, more bouncy lyrics, you know, going in and out of certain pockets that really showed his dynamicness as a rapper. I feel like he was doing that early in his career on this album. It was way more mellow. You know what I'm saying? Like it really felt like he was taking his time trying to make it very clear that he's trying to give a message. Did you get that sense, Q? Like, is that is that kind of how you feel? Um, Not really. Actually, I feel the opposite. I feel like <clears throat> he was more of a, like, I'm just going to put everything out there. Like, I didn't necessarily feel like he he took his time. I feel like he he, he actually wanted to you to feel something, like, immediately. Like, punches to the face. Because... I felt like to Pimp a Butterfly, the messages were very, um, like, there was a lot of subliminal messages. There were a lot of, like, oh, it's like a, a, a what's the word, like, similes and, and, and uh, 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 all types of metaphors. Like, metaphors, thank you. Metaphors, similes, uh, subliminal messages, not direct messages on, you know, how he feels. I feel like this is the opposite. It was very in your face. 
very particular. Um, even if you think about it, I said on my review for the album, I said, yo, like, what's interesting is he says all these big topics. He doesn't really pick a side. Like, for instance, on uh, Savior, right? He calls out Kyrie Irving, right? But at the same time, I'm like, is he anti-vax? Because the words that he said before indicated that he was anti-vax. Then the words after uh, stated that he was pro-vax. So you don't really get a side from him. I thought he did a fantastic job of just like not really picking sides and like making you... It sounded like a lot of times he was talking about how he felt inside, not necessarily how he feels overall, like or what he's telling people. It, does that make sense? No, it, it does. I, like, but I, I, it, it, the it, battles, the struggles yeah. he had, the inner struggles he had, he was just saying it out loud. You know, that's kind of how I took it. But like that, what that tells yeah. me, just going back to what you said, that tells me. Like he just didn't care how it was received. He just put it out there. Even like on the auntie song, sorry not to cut you off, but on the auntie diaries, he just straight up said it. My 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 aunt is now a man. Like yeah. that's not quite Kendrick. In the past it was very like, you know, hidden how he would say certain stuff. So Yeah, yeah, it was very you're right. I mean, he was very and and I think that's what we all have grown to appreciate about Kendrick is his like mm-hmm. intention, his his ability to give you messages in music without telling you directly like what he's trying to say. Like it's almost like yeah. he leaves clues in his music and it's up yeah. to you, the listener, to really dissect it and decode what he's trying to say. Um yeah. you know, I can't help but to 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 go directly to the song We Cry Together, because I, I really feel like we cry together. Deserves a goddamn. What, what well, did, uh, uh, bro, bro, what do they call that shit? What do they call it? Uh, uh, an Igor? An Igor? An Oscar? Nah, Igor? bro. A Igor, not an Igor. What's that joint called, man? You know when you get an Emmy, an Oscar, a Grammy? You know what I'm talking about? They, they, there's, there's. All right, I'm going to find it, man. Anyway, it deserves every possible award, bro. Like, and it needs a video. participation award. I, yeah, okay, I how about that. that we do it this way, since there's no structure. What were your yeah. five, top five songs on the album? Oh shit! I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with we cry together, no order. But okay. since we talking about that song, I loved it. I thought that uh, I thought that song, it was powerful. Like it 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 showed a lot of what people go through, I guess, in in their real life relationships and whatnot. And they just killed that performance, bro. Like Taylor Page. I mean, like come on, man. Like you, you know what I want to I want to know how many takes they did because. That joint seems so effortless and flawless. I'm like, how many takes was that, man? But definitely, We Cry Together is in my ba- top five. Bar- barely rhyming. Barely <laughs> rhyming. No, they was rhyming. No, I barely, though. Like, it was, <laughs> I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about, like, the flows and stuff. It almost, initially, when I first heard that song, I was like, oh, this might be an interlude. I don't think this is actually going to be a song. Yeah. And I can hear that they were barely, like, rhyming. And because not not because they're bad or anything, but because they were yelling and screaming at the top of their lungs, they're putting an acting performance that was so good. There you go. I barely paid attention to the rhyming. Facts, but but yeah, I mean that that song uh, we share that. Hundred percent. So again, song for me. Uh, I'm not sure if this my my ranking is going to be in any order right now. I'm still sorting no, through can, the top five. We can just five. go one by one. We just go. We could keep going on this song. I mean, I think the, like to me, yeah. like. 
that song, I've never heard anything like that before. Like, I've never heard anything like that. It was like love and hip hop on wax. <laughs> and to me, the funny thing about it, the way I described it was, it was like them arguing about a whole bunch of nothing, but like not nothing, nothing, but like the type of nothing that you argue about when you're in a toxic relationship. It was just like, not like they weren't talking about nothing, you know? And that's what's so intriguing about the song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, same old, same old type stuff. I thought, um, I thought, uh, dare I say P- Taylor Page outperformed Kendrick? Is that wrong to say? And I, I, look, look, here's ooh, what I, here's what I think. Here's what ooh, I think, though. Even ooh, though that's going to be a question of, of, uh, it's going to, de- it's going to, that's a debate right there. She had him in the argument. There was one point where she was going at his neck at the end, but she let up. She let up. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I, I, I'm not exactly sure, but I think she may have got Kendrick, bro. I think she may have. It, her, her part was way more impactful to the overall scheme of uh, what they were trying to do on there. Would you, I mean, what do you think? Well, the thing is, you hear it, right? And you're like, it's Kendrick. Like, I know Kendrick's character. I know who he is. He's acting out of character. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't know this Taylor Page woman. Like, I mean, literally, you told me yesterday she doesn't even have a Spotify account. Like, she doesn't necessarily make music. We don't know who she is. So yeah. it's like, whoa, who is this mysterious woman that is going at his neck? So I saw it as Kendrick doing an acting performance, but I saw it as Taylor Page literally channeling something that I don't know. Like, if she actually has it in her. Is that the type of person she is? I have no clue. I mean, Kendrick could be like that that way too. I, I have no clue. But um, which I by the way, that song which, was fantastic. Which, which by the way, I want to go back. It's called an EGOT, EGOT award. EGOT. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's Emmy, uh, Grammy, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Oscar, and Tony, and Tony. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's I what mean, that I, song I, deserves. I think that that song is fantastic. Um, very good listen, and I it's, it's funny because. It just confirms that, like, us as human beings just love toxic. Like, we just love that <laughs> arguing back and forth and watching it. This is no different than watching Ready to Love on on own. <laughs> Bro, that should sound but, like a Tyler, that should look like a it looked and sounds like the, like a Tyler Perry flick. You know what I'm saying? Like, so and it was way better than a Tyler Perry flick. But uh, it's fantastic the acting performance that they put on there. Um, for me, let me go. I, 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 one of the songs I really liked that's let's on go, my top. Let's go five. back and forth. Let's go back and forth. Yeah, we're gonna go back and forth. Yeah. One of the songs I liked on my top that were in my top five was Father Time. Mm. First time I went through the album, that was the first one that really stood out to me because um, that one you actually get a really good rapping performance from Kendrick. There's no like fluff to it, right? Like there's no He's singing, trying to convince you with melodies or this, this, that. He's just straight up rapping. And not only is he rapping, he's talking about how tough he is, how tough his interior and exterior is uh, because of the way he grew up. Like that mixed with like Sanford's soft hook and the beat. Oh, man. The gentle beat. I just thought that that was the most enjoyable song on the album, in my opinion. 
And that was the one that I think, I actually think that was the one that was the most normal song on the album. Like, I can see a <laughs> Kanye making that. You know what I'm saying? I can see other artists making that. And I think that's why I really, really like that song. Definitely a top five for me. You know, speaking of Kanye, you know, he even referenced Kanye in the lyrics in the, in the song. He was like, he said it broke he his did. heart when uh, when him, when Kanye and Drake, you know, made up. He said, man, I guess I got more growing to do. You know, yeah. which which kind of points to yeah. the whole point of the album, which is him expressing how how much, you know, therapy and how much he needs to grow emotionally and how like, yeah, he may not even be at the point where he can resolve matters like a Kanye no. and Drake can. Listen, you feel me? Listen, you're being way too politically correct. It shows how petty he still is. That's what he was trying to say. He's still a petty ass dude that is like, I wouldn't have made up with Kanye. I still would have been beefing with the dude, you know, or Drake. Look, his words, his, wor- his words line. exactly was when Kanye got back with Drake, he said, I was slightly confused. Guess I'm not as mature as I think. Got some healing yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's call it, call it petty. petty. Call it whatever he, you want, man. He's but still, he's still petty. Like he's, he's a petty dude that would not have done that. And I agree. I agree. I mean, you know me, how I feel about that whole situation. I think Kanye and, and Drake's thing was fake. I actually think that it was all publicized. I actually am starting to think that Kanye and Pete Davidson's thing is fake. But I Please, please, let's not veer off on, on, on that rabbit hole. Uh, Look, but, look, look. Um, I do love that song, though. I will say, I do love Father Time. That I, I, I really do. That's not one of the joints that. That's not the first song that stood stood out to me. But um, definitely, I rock with Father Time. You know, um, for me, the next song I'll highlight is uh, it's got to be Count Me Out. You know, oh, like yeah. oh yeah, you know, ironically, not ironically, but like this was a double disc, right? Which wasn't clear to me. It wasn't clear to me on first listen that this was a double album. Like, I had no idea. It wasn't until I went to Spotify on my computer and saw the breakdown. It said this one, this two. Count Me Out was the first song on this two. But I really love Count Me Out because I, th- I th- just feel like, bro, that's the fun Kendrick that we need. We need Kendrick lively. We needed to hear the Kendrick that's bubbly, rapping, aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's one of there's only a few songs on this album where he even goes in that direction. And Count Me Out is one. I think he did it on N95, if I'm not mistaken. There's only a few songs where he had that type of energy that he really had throughout the majority of Damn. Like I felt like the energy he had on Damn was like a very boisterous, you know, aggressive, you know, in your face type approach to to the music he was making and Count me out. It had it had that feel that I really like from Kendrick. So yeah, that's one of my standouts for sure. Yeah, I think Count Me Out is definitely one that is probably the most unique. You know, it's funny on the site ratings game music. Check us out. Um, a lot of times when an album releases, uh, our readers go back and look at what I said about the album before. So. I'm over here scrambling because I'm like, damn, I was a horrible writer back then. Let me make sure like I edit it, you know, correctly so that it looks like, you know, okay. So I went back and looked at damn. And I was like, I put in my top five of damn, I put lust. I don't know if you remember how lust sounds. That's the joint where he's like, I need some water. 
Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. That joint, right? So I said to myself, that's the most dynamic song on that album. Like, it has so many different tones, so many different faces to it. That's how I would describe Count Me Out. It has so many different tones. Matter of fact, I want to read what I said about that. I want to read what I said about that that song because I, I thought it was very appropriate. I'm going to read what I said. All right. Check me out on Raiders Game Music. What I said about Count Me Out was Count Me Out is one hell of a musical roller coaster ride. He takes us to church. He hooks us up with some bomb ass Instagram captions, reminds us what resiliency looks like, forgets to take a breath, and blesses us with a great course. So, like, he does a bunch of different things on the song. And to me, the funny thing about Kendrick Lamar is I think he has amazing talent, but he holds back a lot in favor of messaging. This was one time I don't think he held back. He actually displayed a bunch of different skills and talents he can do. So that's what I think is the biggest sell about Count Me Out, for real, for real. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. I want to, I put this song on my top five. You actually disagree with it. Savior. I thought Savior was fun. Like, kudos to Baby Keem. I, I'm not the biggest Baby Keem fan. He sounds, <laughs> I, when I say he Bro. sounds very similar to Kendrick, it's scary. I couldn't tell them apart. I it was so hard to tell them apart. It was really especially because on one of the songs he's not he's actually not credited for. I, I believe it's um in ninety five. Yeah, he's bro, on it, but he's not bro, credited. Bro, yeah. I thought I was crazy because I that was, yeah, when, I was that like, was that, that was the song Keen. I said when I was like it's like yo that sounds like Baby Keen, but he's not credited, so that must be Kendrick. Damn, they sound alike. Yeah, that's yeah. what made I, me say I that. was able to like realize. Oh, wait, that's Keem. I don't know how I can decipher the two. But I guess I listen to their music that much. It's like but, that um, squeaky. It's like it's <laughs> slight. Yeah, it's like a very it's squeaky slight. voice. It's very, I don't know. Very slight. But um, I thought he did. He he had an amazing course on Savior. Now I thought the Savior was just a good bop. And I, I I feel like Savior is the song that Kendrick actually his most important words come in that one. That's the one where he talks about you know COVID. He even mentions Vladimir Putin, which tells me <laughs> he does this. This album was probably everybody thinks he created it within like the last three, four, five years. He probably was creating some of this stuff like just a couple weeks ago. I mean, Facts. I mean, Russia invaded Ukraine in like March, right? I think so, it's I think it's a combination of both though, because like on on one of the songs that Kodak did the interlude for, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was um Rich, like right before that. One of them songs Kodak was talking. He said specifically, he said, man, Kendrick came and got me. He said, Kendrick came and got me right after I got out of jail. So, like, it almost sounded like as soon as Kodak got out of jail, he was started working on he the Kendrick him. album. Yeah. So, uh, uh, when, when did Kodak maybe. get out? What was that two years ago or whatever? Uh, uh, it was Trump was still in Trump office. Trump was still in office. Yeah, Trump was still in office. It was in 2000. Right before Trump was out, he was a pardon. So, so yeah. probably late 2000, 2020. But... Um, yeah, uh, but anyway, I like that song a lot, and uh, I think it's one of the more enjoyable ones on this album. That's the funny thing about this album. There's a there's a difference between enjoyable and like just powerful. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you know I'm I mean? actually glad you said that because you know there's a couple songs that I wouldn't necessarily want to throw in my top five per mm-hmm. se. Actually, I don't even want to save the songs and hear it often. Like, is a you know like. 
Don't mistake yeah. that to mean that I don't like the song. It's just like you said, enjoyable I, it, it, versus just, powerful. I gotta be in the I gotta be in the mood to listen to it. To me, powerful songs on this project to me are easily towards the end. You yeah, know, when we start yeah. getting into yeah. Mother I Sober, yeah. which I think is to in my yeah. opinion, the most powerful song on the project. And then he start and then the other song, Auntie Diary, like you talked about earlier, where he was talking about mm-hmm. how his auntie is now a man. He even talked about his one of his uncles is now an aunt, like yeah, dealing with yeah. that in his life, you know, which I'm sure a lot of people, you know, have people part yeah. of the LBGTQ community, whether they're trans or whatever the case is, like that's a topic that damn sure is a hot subject, but specifically in the black community, people are not really touching on that, like as much as I yeah. think they probably should. So Salute to Kendrick for putting out powerful songs, but not necessarily. Again, those won't make my top five, if you ask me. So the song that I want to highlight next is um, it's probably Purple Heart. I oh, I, I, I really really like the dynamicness of Purple Heart. You know, you know how earlier you said you said Father Time was the what was the word you used? You said that was the most. The one normal, that, you said normal song. More normal sounding, yeah, normal. Sounding to me, song, Purple yeah. Heart was the most Purple normal sounding. Too. You know what I'm saying? I like, mean, it's it, normal until you hear Ghostface Killer. Like, what? How, what the hell is he doing here? Yeah, he went crazy <laughs> on that verse, though. Like, he actually delivered, in my in my opinion. Like, of course, I'm not saying he did bad. But AKA that, uh, Action Bronson. You don't uh, hear Ghostface Killer on 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 slow jams. You don't hear Ghostface Killer on <laughs> modern songs in general. You know, slow jam at that with Summer Walker. <laughs> Nah, I really yo that nah, but that song though, man. And I, if I'm not mistaken, that joint was produced by Pharrell, right? No, it that was wasn't one of them. By Khalil. Okay, okay, damn, I'm tripping. DJ got, Khalil. You, mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm literally looking at the. the, 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 the I have everything. I think right it was now. the. Uh, I think it was the. Pharrell drums. produced Mr. Morale. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Now I just love. I love the synergy between Summer Walker, Ghostface, and, and Kendrick. You know, it, it just to me. Um, easily was one of the more enjoyable joints. You know what I'm saying? One that I can easily come back to almost on a regular basis and listen to it in the car, top down, weather feeling nice. You know, you with your girl, you do like you doing stuff around the house. Like those are one of those songs for me. You know, I and love so, this song. Purple Heart, I, I really it. love, man. Really love and it. It's, it's it's very interesting at the people he decided to be on this album, right? Like, you know, I I I, I commend him. For like, cause I, Kendrick could have got anybody to be on this album. If Kendrick yeah. wanted Elton John to be on this album, Elton John would be on this album. Like, but instead he got Blast, Summer Walker, Ghostface Killer, Baby Keem, Kodak Black. Like, that's a track listing you might see on like Mozzie's album. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> to see it on Kendrick Lamar's album, Sampha too. I forgot about that. Um, was interesting. I, I would say. Yeah, I want to touch on. I want to touch on that though, man, because I like you. You ended with I think the name that probably needs to be expounded upon more, which is Kendrick. I'm sorry, Kodak Black. Mm-hmm. Like that was probably the biggest surprise on this album was the fact that Kodak was helping to narrate a Kendrick Lamar project. Like we can't act like we any. I don't. If I hear anybody say I saw that coming, you're lying. I wouldn't say you, I saw it coming. You're lying. I would. I wouldn't say I saw it coming, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. You, it didn't how, surprise are you, me. how are you not surprised surprise by that? What? To explain. It explain. It didn't surprise me because I think Kendrick. Um, sorry, Kodak. First off, Kodak Black's on a lot of people's albums. 
Like Kodak Black is on a lot of people's albums, and he talks a lot on people's albums. Number one, number two, I feel like Kodak Black. He dropped an album first and foremost, like his something something superstars, super gremlin, super gremlin, Robin cause like that's such a deep song. Yeah, I see connections between that song and what he's talking about. And where Kendrick was trying to go with this album. I actually see legit connections. Now, would I have thought he would be on this many songs? No. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about... But, I'm not talking about can, can he have had a feature, you know, the fact that he was on Silent Hill with him. We ain't. T- I, I'm not surprised that he was a feature at all. Like, I, you and I, we talk about Kodak Black all the time and how we think he's underrated. People should be res- putting more respect on his name. He's a super deep my lyricist favorite, when he gets my into... young artist. Bro, yeah, he's, he he's, one, he's one of those guys, but I'm talking about yeah. the amount and the way he was used on a Kendrick's album. Because I, I firmly believe people who are diehard Kendrick fans are super surprised that Kodak was narrating a lot of this project. Like, I just, that, that, that could not have been something that was expected, if you ask me. Like, But hey. I, I can see it. I mean, I, I, I it's not ridiculous to me. I don't know. I, it, it's not ridiculous to me. Because... I, I can see him, you know, saying, hey, I'll get you a sandwich if you want to. <laughs> All right. Man. Like, I, I can see it. I can see All it. Right. I can see it. Like, I can see it. Because at the end of the day, Kodai Black is Kodai Black is one of the most misunderstood people 100%. in the hip hop community. So I, I can see Kendrick being like, oh, I want to reach out to somebody who's misunderstood. Kodai Black is the first person that comes to my mind. Like when you talk about misunderstood, Yo. second probably NBA young boy. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, 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 facts. All right. So what are we on, man? Is it my turn to no? I, I said Purple Heart. Give me, give me your I, third. Yeah, you said Purple Heart. So mine's I, 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 Purple Heart just did not make my top five. Just didn't, but I still gave it five stars. Um, but the other one I wanted to highlight. I think we already did all, all of them. But one that was right outside was N95. I thought N95 was like humble Kendrick that was like go at your neck Kendrick which it's funny a lot of people including myself was attracted to Kendrick's music because of his go at your neck type mentality so when I hear him do songs like humble I'm like oh yeah oh here we go here we go Mm -hmm. but he doesn't do it often I thought the only song he did that remotely was N95, you know, because and then he starts off by saying, take off the take off this, take off that, take off this, take off that. You know, he's he's pretty much aggressive. And then the beat is like a killer rapper type beat. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was a I thought that was a, a good tone setting song, particularly for that Big Steppers portion of the album. Interesting. Okay. You know, I, I would be remiss in, in this is not the best song, nowhere near the best song on the project. But um Silent Hill to me Oh yeah, Silent Hill. Silent Hill, Hill I think deserves a, a, a mention. Silent you know Hill what I'm saying? Like cause, cause I you know, speaking of Kodak, speaking of the how he's a lot of times overlooked and how both of these guys they really have a message, you know? Yep. Uh I love the beat, especially the 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 little 
the little yep, sniper yep. gun thing throughout the whole song. Like to me, that was a nice add to the production. Like I, I'm just a fan of uh, interesting beats or little elements that you know they will add within those beats that kind of give that tone. So like to me, I gotta mention that song. Love it. I really love it. I didn't expect to okay. really really enjoy that song as much as I did. I think all first listen, I was I was kind of cool on it. Like mm-hmm. me too. But then, me too. but then, like I actually kept listening to. I heard about two, three more times, and I was like, nah. Like it was fine. That that whole push these niggas off me, like who? Like when he said that, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. like yeah. you got yeah. me, yeah. you got me, Kendrick, you got me. Yeah. So so let's move the conversation a little forward. So, um, where does this album rank? I know you talked about it earlier. Where does this album rank? In uh, I'm not gonna count section eighty. Let's count. Uh, it's Good Kid, Mad City, To Pimp a Butterfly, and Damn. Where does this rank in those four? And let's let's rank the four. Let's rank the four. Now this is the real debate. All right, this is the real debate. So, man, okay. So we're not including Section Eighty. We'll start with Good Kid. That's fair. All right. I'm gonna go from. I guess we'll call it least to best. Least to best, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go that route, even though I don't think any of them are least. Um, number four. This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. tough. This tough. is tough. You know what, man? I have to... I may have to add this one as number four. I might. It's still early. It's still early. I can tell you right now... This new album. Oh, is, this one. You have to add this one. Yes. As in, you have to add Mr. Mr. Morale, Morale and the Big Steppers. To me, if it's not four, it's number three. There's no way I can add Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers into the top two. I can't do it. because okay. and, and so with that being said, I'm going to give Mr. Morale number four, followed by Damn. Followed and then after that, I'm gonna do to Pimple Butterfly, and then I'm gonna do Good Kid, Mad City. I I still personally believe that Good Kid, Mad City is his most. It's his best album. It's his best album. You know, it had all the elements. It had the storytelling. It had the 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 slappers. If whoever whoever cares about that, it had every element, bro. And he had the features who all. What's up? Nah, you said it had the slap. So it had Will Smith on the album? <laughs> <laughs> it had the slap it had the slappers. No, but um <laughs> yo, that's low blow, man. Let that man heal. See hey, too, I think, too early? I, I think I think Will Smith needs to listen to this album, bro. That he needs some healing, man. Too early? <laughs> yo, too, too soon, All too right. soon, man. It's only been a month. It had the slappers. <laughs> Oh man! Will, okay. What if Will Smith was on this out? That would have been really no. tight. Hey. If Will Smith was on like Look, on man. one of these joints, yeah, uh, you know, Kendrick, you know, what I'm saying like the black community, you know, what I'm saying Uncle hey. Phil, yo, chill out, man. Hey, let me let me get back to it. I'm I'm gonna go a little quicker too. So, like I said, Mister Moran, the Big Steppers is number four. Number three, I'm gonna go with what did I say? Damn, two to Pimple Butterfly. Number one. It's got to be uh, Good Kid, Mad City. That's my order as of today. Okay. Okay. As of today. Uh, you guys are going to be very mad at me. My order, you guys are going to be very, very, very mad at me. 
four, least to best. Number yeah. four, it's good kid, Mad City. It, it pains me to Ooh. say this. It pains me because personally, that's my favorite Kendrick Lamar album, personally. But like I was saying, the, the amount of growth, the amount of powerfulness, each album has elevated. And so it's almost like looking at Michael Jordan before his championships and Michael Jordan after his championships. The Michael Jordan, the version of Michael Jordan after his championships maybe didn't jump the highest, maybe didn't, you know, have as much energy as the one that won championships, but the one that won championships was so polished, was so good at his craft, it's no longer comparable. You don't even look at the numbers at that point. And that's kind of how I feel about Good Kid, Mad City. That was a hungry artist that made a fantastic body of work, but he didn't even tap into his potential at that time. And that is the only reason that I would say Good Kid, Mad City is probably at the bottom. Number three, I would have to say is, is probably Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, I think is. No, 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 no. Number three is Damn. Number three is Damn. As much as I like Damn, I love the music. I think that's some of his best work in terms of musically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no there's no knock. I don't know why I'm trying to act like I'm going to knock it. I think it's a fantastic album. Yeah, I love it. And, and you know, I think Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, a little more powerful, a little more polished. Um, I think a little more timeless sounding. So I would give this album second place. First place is To Pimp a Butterfly. I think To Pimp a Butterfly, people are breaking it down. Like, I think, didn't they say they have a Spotify series that's breaking down that album? That, to me, is the ultimate artwork. That, to me, I told you, I played it for somebody on my way to New York. They cried after it was done because of the poetic words the, the 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 structure and one thing that I will say about Mr. Morale and Big Steppers that I would say was I I I that that I think to Pippa Butterfly did better than everything else. I didn't see how it it, it was it kind of connected choppily. Like to Pimp a Butterfly is a story from the beginning to the end. You have to listen hard to understand the messaging, and once you get it. It's like, wow, I, I, that was amazing. Same thing with Good Kid, Mad City. It's a story from start to finish. You just have to like listen to it and, and pay attention. So, um, yeah, that's my four. You know, that's crazy that um, I think we both we had, we both had Damn 3, if I'm not mistaken. You, you said mm-hmm. Damn was 3. I think I said the same thing. And I, I had to pimp a butterfly second, and then I said Good Kid yeah. first. So I agree, though. I mean, the word that you, you said, it, connect, it didn't connect. Um, properly or connected choppily. I don't even know if that's a word, but uh, choppily is a word. Okay, I've never heard anybody say that. That's cool. Uh, cohesive. The the cohesion was not the best I've ever heard Kendrick do. Like I've heard more cohesive pro- products from Kendrick, and yeah, to me that's probably my knock on this new album is that you know. While the messages were there, like, again, I got to give this album high praise because I said it when we started talking. Mm-hmm. This is his most personal album. 
Mm-hmm. He was touching on subjects that were super, like, way deeper than I think anybody probably expected Kendrick to go, if you ask me, because we've never really heard him go to this extent. Um, and so from that standpoint, I got to give him credit, man. It's a, it's a brave it's a brave thing to do. But going deep and, and connecting with all these personal thoughts does not mean that the music is superior to, let's say, some of the, his more previous work. You know what I'm saying? So... That's my personal opinion. I know there's a lot of people who fit probably feel the opposite. They, they 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 think because he really touched on these topics that that might make it the best, but nah, not for me, not at all. Mm. Salute mm. though. Listen, this is one of those. I, I hate saying this, but we got it. We have to say this. This is one. It, it's gonna grow on you. Kendrick's music grows. Are we gonna act like we've heard like, dude? I didn't like to pimp a butterfly when it first came out. I didn't like it. I did not like it. I'm telling you, like, and and I actually, I want people to actually know that because that is how great Kendrick's music actually is. You can start from not liking it, not or or not appreciate appreciating what he was trying to do, to coming around full circle and being like, "Damn, you no, this is this is important subject matter. You can't it's important. Ha- you can't haphazardly listen to it. Like, you can't just be like, "Yo, I'm gonna play." Like, like, we you can't play a five on five. You know how people be playing basketball. You want to listen to NBA Young Boy and stuff while you're playing. You can't listen to this album while playing basketball or cleaning your car. Like, you have to actually internalize it. And I, I made sure in my review for the album, I made sure I bolded the word internalize. He makes you internalize his words. Like, if you're not internalizing what was said on this album, you're not listening to it correctly and i I, i've never said that about anything (laughs) there should not be a correct way to listen to something right you listen to it however you want to listen to it this is the only time i'm going to tell you you're not listening to it correctly if you're not internalizing what he's saying you know so yo kendrick might be one of the few artists that do that though one of the few glad you said that one of the few said that i'm glad you said that because that's the next topic right who is kendrick's cops out here I mean, we go on these rants, these discussions about Kendrick versus Drake versus J. Cole versus whoever. I actually don't think that's his comps. But I do think he does have comps in the game that people are not really paying attention to. So first person Hmm. that comes to my mind is Vince Staples. I think Vince Staples and Kendrick are very similar. Very, very similar. Um, Vince Staples, not this album that dropped, even though it, it, his last album was fantastic and it had like a storyline for the most part, but the album before that, that was produced by Kenny Beats, that joint, it gave me the vibes of like this, Mr. Morale and the Big Step. It gave me those vibes, but I just thought that Vince Staples, from a musical standpoint, stayed in a like pocket, a very like numb hood hip-hop pocket and so that's i think is his comp i mean what do you think like what does does kendrick have comps well first off first and foremost look um regardless of who his competition is you know they're not necessarily better than him no no but nobody's better than him but it's like it's like for example in the in the nba right Giannis can be the best player in the world slash league but still have competition right it doesn't mean he's gonna blow everybody else out 
It just means, hey, at the end of the day, he's probably the best, right? Well, competition, comp is not competition. Comp is comparison, right? Like, that's, okay. it, or at least that's what I mean. Okay, that's who what is you his, mean. Yeah, who is his... Got it. Who is his... Uh, who can you compare to him? So, it's tough, man. It's tough because there's not many. Um, I would argue probably Vince Staples with you. Um, I would also maybe throw in... This is... You're probably going to laugh. Joey Badass. I say... I, like... Uh, I say that not to, I can see again that. say the level of music, bit, but bit, but the bit. the approach to music, the willingness to to say important things, the you have to really go back and dissect what he's trying to say. Again, maybe not as deep as Kendrick is, but like, yeah, I would say maybe Joey Badass. I'll throw him in there. Um, how about Pusha T? Hell no. Push How about T? Push T? Think about it. Hell no. Think about it. Hell like, no. Think about it. Like what? From from an I love Pusha T. Yo, again, we're not talking no, competition. No, no. We're talking I know, I know. approach Comparison. to music. We're I talking I the love art I just aspect I'm of just, putting together the, music. Because somebody will hear me say hell no, thinking that I'm trying to disrespect Pusha T. I'm not. I'm just saying hell no. I don't think they're comparable. So I just want to make sure I let y'all know so, I like Pusha T. So let me so let me back up then. So it's cool. I don't I don't need you to agree with anything I'm saying, but I do want you to clarify when you say comparable from mm-hmm. what angle? What are we talking about? What what's I the mean, criteria that you're even that you're even using to to make that? You know what I'm saying? So like is you know I think the interesting thing is you know we sit here and wait for Kendrick like music, mm-hmm. and I do think that there's Kendrick like music out there. But people may not necessarily know or tie the two together. And so who out there makes Kendrick like music? Who can make a body of work this powerful? I don't think respectfully, I don't think Drake can. Respectfully, I don't think J. Cole can. Respectfully, I don't think Kodak can or any whoever the hell you want to throw in there. And so, so you know somebody powerful, I'm gonna throw? You know who I'm gonna you word. know somebody I'm gonna throw out there? How do you, how you feel about this? Tyler the Creator. I think Tyler the Creator puts together bodies of work that multi-layered, right? Similarly, he put Youngboy on one of his songs, um, which was a great switch up. And his 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 lyrics are very powerful, especially on that last album. He had some very powerful moments. I think Tyler the Creator is another one that's a very comparable artist to to Kendrick and ironically Tyler Creator won album of the year last year Kendrick is probably going to win album of the year this year interesting I like the Tyler I like the Tyler angle um yeah there's not a lot man there's not there's not a lot of people um is there more than that can you even think of another name uh you know West Side Boogie is somebody that's Somewhat comes to my mind. Um, another one, Westside Gun. I mean, I think Westside Gun is gutter as hell. I wouldn't say he's a as nowhere near the level of rapper of Kendrick. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not throw in Westside Gun. His ability Gun at all. to powerful music. I'm not saying that as artist. I'm just saying who can put together a body of work like this? Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna throw in Westside Gun. I have the right to throw in Pusha T because what Pusha yeah. T did on Daytona 
what what he's made powerful albums and powerful music before. A- again, we ain't talking about subject matter. I ain't talking about righteousness for the black community. Me neither. Me neither. I know exactly. So I want to make it very clear. So we're talking about we're just talking cinematic type cinematic. music. How many Who times makes have cinematic you type music? Westside gone for his c- cinematic type bodies of work. I love like, it. Like I love it. It's, I mean, but he's just so gutter. But like, I think. I mean, a comparison. I wouldn't say that's his comp, but I would say he puts together powerful body of works like that. Like, um, this is a stretch, but Summer Walker. I think Summer Walker. Yeah, she sings. Wait, so rap. we're not we're not sticking to rap? No, I mean it could be anybody. I think. Like, okay, I, I, I just thought we, I thought we were sticking to rap. Like, what the hell? Like, it does no rules. Okay, okay. okay. Summer All Walker. Right. I think Summer Walker is somebody who. You know, when she puts out a body of work, it's like multi-layered. You gotta listen to it from start to finish. It tells stories. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's I think that's enough names. Well, I mean, if hey, look, if you got if we not sticking to rap, I got I got plenty names. Um, who else? I, who else? Lucky Frank, Day, Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean, uh, Frank Ocean. You know, yeah. I mean, but that's yeah. a whole other discussion. Puff, so Puff Puff Daddy. Pup Daddy and the Family. Biggie, Biggie. <laughs> I mean, Biggie, Biggie. Very similar. Biggie, uh, like Ready to Die and Life After Death. Like very storytelling. Type yeah. Music, but um. All right. I mean, I think that's that's. I think that's fair. Yeah, man. I, you guys, let us know though. I mean, is Kendrick a one of one type artist, or does he does he actually have artists out there that you would I'm possibly to compare see what him to? Say. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what people will say. Because there's think, people out there. There's people I, I, out there. I think that like in the era the era we're in right now, if that question is not posed correctly, people are not even going to entertain it. And they're gonna think we're trolling. <laughs> they're gonna be like, what do you mean Kendrick Lamar has comparisons? Nobody compares to Kendrick. Like, they're gonna take that approach if it's not worded properly. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn about no word. Just answer my question. Yeah, but answer my question. People, people, not jerk. Hey, who I'm gonna let. I give you a dollar. I give you a dollar. You figure out who said that. Answer my question, jerk. I I don't know, man, and I don't care. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> thank you, thank you for your dollar. Actually, do I know who said that? You don't no, even know. So shit. Macaroon, the tennis guy. Look at guy. this clown. Anyway, Come on, man. Guy. What else? Any, what else you want to talk about with Kendrick? Honestly, man, I I feel like we've. You know, we could probably do a, a lot more of a deep dive, but I really don't want to because I, I just feel like we'd probably be here sitting talking for like three hours. So we've talked about it, man. We went through our top five songs. We talked about okay. our thoughts on the our, our thoughts slash take on the album. You compared so his- him to you compared Kendrick Lamar to West Side Gun. You know, I think you've lost your your music credit card, man. What's up with you? I compared it to West Side Gun. Do you listen? <laughs> <laughs> See, remember what did I just say? What did I just say? There's a correct way to listen to music. There's a correct way to listen to a podcast. I'm Actually, joking, listen. Man. I'm, no, I'm joking, joking, man. So um, I think there's a way. The way I think there's a way we can end this. Right. Go ahead. Talk what to everybody. Me. Wants to hear. What grade are you giving the album? Woo. Well, this is easy. This is actually easy. Contrary to maybe your belief. Um, Simple. A minus. It's simple. Like, this is a A project. Like, to to kind of break down the album like we did, talk about all the pros, talk about the messaging, 
You know, it has its fair share of, I think, everything, if you ask me. You know, it's not one of them albums that you're going to put on and, and think that you can go turn up with and, and, and think that you're going to have a, a great old time while you're out and having fun. It's, it's not really that, man. And, and I think, you know, we should expect that from Kendrick. He's given us Damn, which was more up-tempo. He gave us the Pimple Butterfly, which people only listen to on Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? On Juneteenth. <laughs> and Juneteenth. Like, we know, we kind of expect this from Kendrick. So, it, this is an A minus. The reason why I give it an A minus mainly and not an A plus or just an A overall is because I kind of wanted a little bit more cohesion from Kendrick. I kind of wanted the story and, and the music to blend together a little bit better. You know, that to me is really That's the only I knock. I mentioned that. That's what okay. I said. It was it was really difficult to kind of decipher what like because after I listened to Good Kid, Mad City, I I, I understood the took takeaway. Like this is a dude that you know is in the hood, stealing, sinning, trying to get his rap career up, and eventually he gets his rap career up, and he's this big. He's he's he, he meets Dr. Dre. Remember, he meets Dr. Dre at the end. Mm-hmm. He becomes a hip hop star. To pimp a butterfly is the battle of being a hip hop star. Like, okay, now this has happened. I need to give back to the black community. This is my takeaway. Tell me I'm wrong. These are my takeaways from these albums. So, and to pimp a butterfly, it's all about like not selling out, still giving back to the black community, and and, and things like that. Damn, he's actually talking about being a superstar and the stuff that comes with it, and not trying to sell out. You know, and finding love and blah 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 blah. Right. This one, I'm like, I don't. Quite. What was supposed to be the takeaway? Well, what well, is I, the takeaway? Well, to me, to me, the takeaway is simple, and I think that part is clear. It's self reflection. It, it, it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. dealing with your personal issues, your personal struggles before it deals with you. You know, confronting mm-hmm. those type of demons, if you will, or the family trauma, the this, that, and the third that affects your everyday life. Confronting it head on and getting a therapist. Like one thing I liked about this album, which I think I appreciate with every Kendrick album, is the subtle messages, the the, the subtle mm-hmm. additions of things he adds in. Like mm-hmm. I, I jokingly said this, um, I think in the beginning of the show, or whether it was offline, but he added like the sound effect of somebody tap dancing throughout mm-hmm. the project. Mm-hmm. Like you heard taps. It it yeah. to me yeah. symbolized him not wanting to deal with his emotions and how he really feels and his traumas. And you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? To me, that was the clear takeaway from this. Now, what is not clear to me is why the album is called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I'm I mean, still trying to deal with the, what, how the title correlates to the music per se. I'm not understanding the, the Big Steppers part. I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't say the message is clear. Like I understand what he was saying on the album. Yeah, but I don't think the message was clear. Like you're saying, I thought it was clear. Good Mad Kids, Good Kid, Mad City was clear. Mm-hmm. To Pimp a Butterfly was clear. This one was. I just felt like, and no knock. It's not a knock at all. This yeah. one, I just felt like he was, you know, letting his emotions out, right, and proving, showing people how important it is to let your emotions fly. But you know. It's not necessarily clear what he's trying to say. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, like a takeaway. Like, what are you supposed to learn? I guess it's just make sure your emotions don't bottle them up. Don't don't try to hide away from 
your issues and things like that. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, hey, that's another topic. We we can pose that you know, to people I mean, too. We can what, see, maybe what, what, and maybe as we listen to it more, we'll see. Maybe you know, as we listen to it more, we'll understand it. But mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a clear message. I think uh, other way to put it, it's so many different takeaways you can take from this album. I think everybody's going to have different messages that they got from this album. You know, it wasn't as clear. That's um, fair. No matter that. So I give it an A minus. Um, I felt dirty inside. I told you if initially I gave it a B plus. I felt dirty inside giving it a B plus. It's like this is not sitting right with me. Like this is not a B plus. You know what's funny? I love hip hop sometimes. You know why? Because one week, trash ass Jack Harlow's album can come out, and then the next week you actually get what a real album's supposed to sound like, Bruh. You know, so this to me was just reiteration of how beautiful hip hop music can sound. When you actually try, I'm I'm actually mad you even mentioned that trash <laughs> album. Like, like one I week said, I'm like, bro, so I, disappointed, bro. I said the album was trash on Twitter. Somebody told me I didn't know rap music. That's when I said, man, I need to get yeah, off Twitter, yeah. man. This is he literally yeah. was coasting through the album. He literally sounded like he was on cruise control. He was. Oh, I said Jack Harlow was playing prevent defense on that album. It was it was bad. But anyway, um, you know, I think it was an A minus. Think uh, 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 it's a great album, man. Kendrick, it's unbelievable how somebody can keep at such a high level dropping music. Man, man. it's unbelievable. You know, I'm like, he has to have one dud at least one time. Yo, man, we gotta we gotta give Kendrick his flowers, man. We we do. No, pff, who we has we, to we give this guy his no, flowers? but like it had at, at every turn, the man Dude. needs his flowers because. Like you Honestly, said, you talk about and you talk about putting out music at this clip, reinventing himself, coming up with deep topics, stuff that is moving. You know that he, is something that is not easy to do. And no knock on people like Drake. Drake is not that type of artist. We love Drake, but and Drake is not something. this type of artist. You know what I'm saying? This is tough to do, man. Kudos to I'm going to say something right now. At this pace. He has the greatest catalog in music ever. He has the greatest catalog in music. Definitely as a rapper. Ever. Definitely as a rapper. Ever. No Kanye's question. close, but Kanye has some duds lately. That's the problem. Kanye, Kanye has, has had some duds. duds. Kanye has a few. Jay Z. I love Jay Z, but Jay Z has some duds. Yeah, Jay Z has Blueprint, but he has Blueprint too. <laughs> He, oh, sorry. Blueprint two is good. Blueprint three. What the hell is Blueprint three, bro? Kingdom he has the joint. Kingdom come, <laughs> you know. Trash. Nas. I love Nas, but Nas has some duds. Nas has, uh, uh, Nas has some duds on his catalog. Kendrick Lamar does not have a single dud. I think if he drops two more great albums, he has the greatest catalog. Michael Jackson has a great catalog. Stevie Wonder has an amazing catalog. This rivals those catalogs at this point. And I think every I've given all his albums A's. I don't know about you. Every single one gets an A. Every single one. Yeah. He I, might have the greatest catalog. I swear. I'm not well, even he, joking. Well, well, I will say this. Um, you say in music, which is I gotta really sit and think about that one. Um, but if we just keeping this to hip hop, 
one hundred percent. If this does hip hop, he has the greatest catalog. One hundred percent. The be- with four and, albums no. on his resume, would you could, which you can argue five, but we're not gonna do that. And let me not even throw, bro. Pink Black Panther, Panther soundtrack. Pink Panther. Are you kidding me? Best best yeah. soundtrack in the history of music. I'm sorry, I've said that. Yeah. I've been argued with, and that's cool. You know, it's like. Kendrick definitely, as a rapper, has the best hip hop. Um, has the best catalog. Now in music, I gotta really, really think. Um, I mean, but think hey, about it. But hey, think you're not it. you're not wrong. I, I, it don't sound like a crazy statement. I'm gonna say that right now. Think, it don't sound th- like it don't sound too it. crazy. Think about it. I'm gonna think about it. Just not on the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sit with that one, just like I will his album, man. I think. Uh, you you got anything else you want to get off your chest, man? Nope. Before we get up out of here. It was a good deep dive. Yeah, man. I think uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the conversation. Hopefully y'all can answer some of the questions that we have that we're eventually going to pose online, on social media. We want to hear from y'all, man, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm already seeing, I don't want to say mixed reviews per se, but I'm already seeing the debate happen where people are trying to figure out what this album means, like how important it is, where it state, where it actually is within his discography, all things that we've touched on on this show. So hopefully, um, y'all are able to um, chime in with us when we when we start posing them questions on uh, online. But yes, sir, we are out of here. We appreciate y'all for uh, for pulling up once again. Like I said at the start of this episode, go stream Zero Skips playlist right now. Link is in the description. Leave us a rating or a review on your favorite episode. I'm sorry, your favorite podcast platform. Like this episode on YouTube. It helps. It helps. We're out of here, man. As always, if you're giving advice, make sure it is ill. Yes, sir.